Hello, Pesto Posse. This is Pesto Pete coming to you live, sort of, from a tree stand here in Rhode Island. This is episode 44, and I figured I'd do a little solo mini-cast on the last day of the season in Rhode Island. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday, January 31st, and I'm uh, sitting in a, one of our standard stands, a uh, very productive area, a lot of deer around where I am. But it's been a bit of a slow season. I missed a doe with muzzle loader back in December. Not happy about that, but there were a lot of things against me. And uh, and I failed. What can you do? But here in Rhode Island, the season's extremely long. It goes from September 15th to January 31st. So I figured I'd put in the last few hours here. Um, sitting in one of our normal stands. We call it the Ned Stand. And I'm facing pretty much north with a north-northwest wind, so the wind is favorable. And uh, I've had some good sightings here, but haven't haven't had a chance to shoot yet this year. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago now, I was in a stand near here and had a really nice doe come in, but she was trailed by a, a yearling and uh, just didn't feel right. I had a Bambi moment. Um, just didn't feel like I wanted to harvest that though with a with a young and with her, so I let her pass. Could have killed her about fifteen times, but didn't. So I felt good about it. I felt as though it might be an omen. Um, two weeks ago, in this stand, I had uh, three does come in. A medium doe, kind of skinny. Wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, like I'm getting picky. Um, another doe, and, and with that doe was another yearling. Could have been the same doe and yearling, but they didn't look the same. Although, who knows. So, I uh, I was going to take the middle-sized doe, but they decided to to cross out at about 30. This wasn't a good shot. And uh, and in the meantime, the, the mother doe stopped and was kind of licking the little yearlings ears and stuff tugging at my heartstrings a little bit so I uh, I didn't take a shot but they went off into the brush all three of them and they ended up coming back I heard a crack and I, I looked over I saw a deer coming toward me from the east again I'm facing pretty much north and they bedded down about 14 yards away for an hour and a half so I wasn't again looking to take the doe or the fawn but um, the middle sized doe would have been would have been okay at that point and uh, after about an hour and a half the big doe stood up I caught some movement from me because I was getting antsy and she uh, she crossed around behind me pretty much the same wind as today north northwest and got my wind and, and blew and busted them all out and they took off. So, yeah, it's still a good experience and a lot of fun. And then uh, three or four days ago, I was here. Heard a crack about 7.30 in the morning, still low light. Takes a while for these woods to light up. And uh, picked up some movement to my right, to the east. And uh, sorry, um, sorry, a small buck. 
nice looking deer, very bright antlers. And uh, as he was walking and he stopped and he's looking my direction but didn't know I was here. Out in front of him was another buck and a doe. And uh, they kind of hung up at about 30 yards, but it's an ugly 30 yards. We've got this, I think they call it green briar. It's this green, invasive, prickly vine that's pretty much taken over this island. It it grabs on the trees, it wraps around trees, it's killing trees, it's friggin' nasty. But oddly enough, when you walk around a little bit, the deer seem to love chewing on it. So maybe there's some good to be had, but they're not chewing on it when it's up at 30 feet into the trees. But anyway, so it's a beautiful afternoon, about 40 degrees. Very light wind, 5 to 10, which is good. And again, it's favorable. It's in my face, so. And behind me here is a neighborhood, so. I don't believe they're going to be coming from there, but who the heck knows? One of our uh, one of our landowners, and I texted her that I'd be out here today. Told me she had three bucks in her yard last week. And uh, again, there's a ton of deer. Although we haven't seen the number of deer around the island, just driving around or even in stand, that we have seen in the past. Um, don't know what that's what that's due to. Could be a change in change in uh, feed although it all looks the same to me and uh, but could be they're just moving around other areas could be some coyotes I know Dave was in this stand a couple weeks ago he's coming in in the dark and uh, heard something getting slaughtered out in the woods and assumed coyotes could gotten on a rabbit or something and he said it was like made the hair in his neck stand up which uh, which I get certainly understand when you're walking in the dark and Suddenly you hear a slaughter going on, but um, a slow season, like I said, um, for most of us, although I've, uh, a couple of my friends have, have bagged the biggest deer of their lives, and they've had some pretty good experiences, and I, I just, uh, I just, it hasn't happened for me, the mojo just isn't there for some reason, maybe it was because back in September, Dave killed his moose, and I was on that on that hunt, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, and that was a thrill, and and to harvest a, an animal like that, even to be part of the hunt, might might take away some of the mojo for future future hunts that year. But uh, I'm still hopeful. I've got a few hours left here. Um, I'm in a great spot, and uh, I'm going to try to keep my senses sharp. I tend to get distracted and and uh, get a little bored but um, speaking of that I've got Dave's trail camera at about 15 yards uh, in front of my stand and a couple of weeks ago when I was here I played a little trick on him and I'll post that on Instagram I'm not going to say much more about it but uh, just little little hijinks in the in the deer woods um yeah, pretty quiet out here. I mean, quiet in a good way. And quiet in a good way means I think I have I have really good, a really good feeling something good's going to happen. And uh, I probably should stop talking, but I'm whispering pretty low. I don't think they can hear me. Um, after this, we still have coyote season open until 
I think it's March 8th this year, and uh, I plan to imagine that in Massachusetts they close the coyote season for some inexplicable reason. Should be able to kill those stupid things all year round, but uh, Dave and I are planning a trip out to the uh, the dunes out on Cape Cod. I've done it before. I've, I think I've talked about it certainly on my Instagram page at uh, PestoPete24. Check it out. Um, Oh, we got a plane going over. We're in the we're on the flight path of TF Green or Providence Airport. Although I think this might be military. He's coming behind me, so I can't see yet. But you can probably hear it. I've had a C-130. Nope. Nope. Loud, but uh, just a dual prop plane of some type a little commuter jet or computer commuter plane uh, coming through but uh yeah i've uh, i've hunted the dunes out in the cape before in the bonstable dunes which is it's kind of neat because they allow hunters to walk the dunes but they don't allow hikers to walk the dunes they have to stay on the trails so you get out into some really crazy areas it look like you're on the surface of the moon so we uh we're gonna head out this year and do a trip out to uh truro and provincetown and, and hunt out there. I know several years ago, Fox Pro, which is a, a brand of um, environment calls and other stuff that based around shooting foxes and coyotes and bobcats, stuff like that. I wouldn't say environments so much, but uh, what am I trying to say? Not environments, but I guess it's environments. And uh, they did they did a, a show from out on the Cape, and uh, it was funny. Guys shooting, I think he was shooting a twenty-two two-fifty, which is a really good environment rifle caliber. And he ended up missing the coyote at like twenty-five yards. And uh, not that we all haven't had our misses, but missing a coyote at twenty-five yards is uh, with a perfect rifle and scope setup is is pretty sad. But uh, I say that now. I'll probably be doing a podcast in a month or so that's telling you about the misses I made. But I'm still looking for some some success here. But uh, yeah, we're gonna do that trip. We're gonna do that trip in a, a couple of weeks and, and get out into the dunes. It's it's a blast. Anyway, um, probably should cut out, focus on the woods, stop talking, of course, but. Um, these deer, they understand talking. Where I'm hunting about. Oh, I don't know. Let me take a peek from behind me. I'm 150 yards from a house on one side. Yeah, probably another 150 from another, but all good people allowing us private property rights in there, in there, in their woods. Uh, some nice, nice folks. And uh, one particular guy, um, Ned whose house is strictly, I'm strictly, is directly behind me. He uh, he loves venison, so every year when we kill deer, we give him a little chunk. I gave him a hind quarter a couple of years ago, and they were so excited. I guess he smoked it, and they had like a neighborhood party, so that's the fun of it. And, you know, we're, we're trying to help with the population down here, which is exploding, and at the same time, uh, you know, getting some great meat. Um, these deer down here, and I've said it before, I've never had a bad bite out of a Jamestown deer. They're just, I don't know if it's what they're eating, if it's a salt air, 
because we're on an island and I, I don't know how far I am from the water right now, maybe a mile and a half in one direction, but uh, it's just a great place. It's a, I was just saying to Dave, I texted him on the way over, uh, the, uh, the Jamestown Bridge has on 138. And it's funny, you go down 95 to Route 4 and, uh, and you get on 138 and for some reason when you hit 138, it's like this sense of calm, sense of relief. And I don't know if it's the, the ocean, um, the fond memories, or what it might be, but it's, uh, it's just a weird sense of calm. So here I am, calmly sitting in my tree stand waiting for some action. And uh, I will follow up with a successful story, I hope. But thanks for listening. I will, uh, I'll be back in touch. And uh, next time we'll be with one of my, one of my co-hosts. But if you uh, have any questions or concerns or want to comment, obviously always uh, have the option to hit the stars on the review button. Um, reach out at pestlepeatspodcast at gmail.com and check us out on, in, on Instagram at pestlepeat24. Have a great day, and uh, I'm going to shoot straight, I hope. Take care.